buttons is what I do best. <laughs> it's gonna be Chris, that, is, Chris it's gonna is warming be, up right now. He's gonna be that kind of show. He's gonna sing the Blind Melon song. Uh, see, a lot of people don't know that this is Chris's no- normal pre-show warm-up. Like, a lot of yodeling, a lot of yelling. That was actually quite good. I tell you what, I've been drinking. I've been drinking since about two this afternoon. Not so, fuck all. Man, what? It's good to be back, Tony. Good to be back. It's it is been a while. It's a Sunday and it's almost Christmas. You got a tree over there with nothing on it. We it's a pretty that. tree by uh-huh. on its own, right? Yeah. That's how yeah. we're taking our stand this year. We're not going to decorate it. We're going to get the tree, but we're, we're not decorating it. We're just going to buy a tree so that way that fucker doesn't go to use. I mean, to waste. Have you named it yet? Is there like a name for your tree? Are we, we named to our name tree. it? I name my tree. What do you name your tree? Harry. Harold. That's fucking original. It's, fuck you. <laughs> fuck you, Tony. <laughs> Yeah, it's a good name for a tree. And we can't wait to burn it. Yeah. I got a feeling tonight's going to be a shit-talking night. It's going to be a fun night here in the Sherry Buzz studio. It is fun. I can tell because sometimes when Chris shows up, usually he's either just like one of us just got off work or something. And like it takes a while to get going. Chris showed up today. Um, Pumped. Like ready to go. Rocking and rolling, giving me hugs. Like, like let's do, let's do it. Well, also, I haven't fucking seen you in for fucking ever. I know. I don't live in the neighborhood anymore. So, like, this is like... You are me. You guys you get it. Like, me hanging out. I'm about to take a shot at tequila. Here we go. Oh, you're saying when you when you moved out or when that whole move yeah, in, move good. out thing happened, it wasn't here. I thought... Yeah, I don't live here anymore. So, me hanging out here is like seeing Tony for the first time in two weeks. Interesting. Whoa. So, like, this is like seeing my BF... One of my BFs. For I have the like first time in like two weeks. Yeah. yeah, it's yeah, <laughs> with, with clothes on. Normally when it I is. see him, it's like I'm paying him a hundred dollars and he's you know schlobbing the knob and it's like I'm naked and it's like one of those things. But extremely graphic. That's an interesting way to hang out, Tony. Yeah, I like bald women. Uh, there's a lot of <laughs> there's a lot of larva everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> Shooting his larva. <laughs> now, truth be told, Tony, I love you, brother. It's good, good to be back. I love back. you too, man. It's good, good to be back. And speaking and of not so. seeing people in a while, we got some guests on the show tonight. Uh, well, let's jump into it, man. Ladies and gentlemen, guys and dolls, oh, coalesce, cogitate, and cavort, cavort with us. This is Share Your Buzz, episode 189 or something. 189. So every week I say the wrong number. I don't even know where we're at. Uh, I'm Tony. Chris is here. Spencer's What's back up? there. What's up? Spencer's. Hello, guys. We have, uh, we have some folks on the show tonight that are not even guests anymore they've been here so much they're like pretty much like honorary members of the show so they got lots of stuff going on we got like three things off the top of my head i can think of i want to talk about so i'm sure this is going to be a a fun show uh it's always fun when you guys stop by so we have charles the atlantic in the house Woo! hi what's going on kyle alex peter patrick i like the pat doesn't have a mic is that their name (laughs) once again we're doing the uh you guys share mics all night so it's like somebody will yell something into the mic, and then someone will be way back here. <laughs> yep, that's what happens when you have so it's, many band members. I love you guys band. to death, yeah. but it's always an editing nightmare when you guys come on. Because Damn it's it. Like it's when you appreciate your solo artist. How do I compress somebody here? <laughs> and back here. Peter's hogging the mic over there. I love it. He's just... he's. I'm in this one. <laughs> Malabone. We actually had a good conversation out on the porch, because yeah, Peter was the first one to get here, and we were talking about... 
the new music and how different it is, you know, it's, it's, it's basically electronic, right? I mean, it's, it's definitely got the, and I was asking Peter, I was like, how do you work that in as a percussionist? How do you, how do you work yourself into that? And how does that go? I mean, how, how, how do you do that? Cause like this is an interesting conversation we had on, on the porch and it takes skill to sort of like navigate that. Right. Uh, a lot of help from these guys on the computer. Um, bought some in-ears about a year and a half ago as well as a Roland SPD so that's in-ears like you so you're wearing you're listening to the tracks as you're playing no not the, the tracks aren't playing while we're while we're playing uh, okay. the only thing that I'm following along to is a click got you uh, okay and then you know I cue certain parts of the song with the Roland SPDSX yeah. um, which has been uh, somewhat difficult learning curve but sure, really yeah. fun man it's like for sure you know it's like having a, a whole set of auxiliary percussion elements at your disposal yeah um Pete, how song. would you describe the, the spdsx as somebody who might be listening and doesn't know what what that even is it's just a like a pretty much a midi controller um so you can upload wave files to it <clears throat> and uh you know it it, it there are nine different pads on this specific controller, um, and yeah, you can you can cue them at different times. You can you can pretty much upload whatever you want, whatever sounds that you want to them. So like what we did was we asked our producer to send us, you know, a handful of key elements, percussion elements or synth elements or that you can't produce live. That has to be yeah, like, yeah sounds that are yeah. that are native to the recording that would be really difficult to to produce live. See, this sounds to me Pat like, would have to grow. This sounds like a whole bunch of computers taking our jobs, make America great again. <laughs> well, right, but <laughs> still in control, you know? Like, I'm still in control of everything that happens, I even though it's not. I find it fascinating, too, because, you know, we're both drummers, and as, as a yeah. drummer, it's like, I'm so used to You play to drums, just, Chris? Yeah, I know, right? I'm just so used to being the beat, and it's so odd to, like, well, not odd, but I, I find it, like, fascinating and intimidating and like it's really inspiring when I when I see how you combine the two. When I see drummers, and that's like a big part of music nowadays. Man, back like when we first started to even see other bands use this type of uh, like musical implementation in their in their art live, we were like, man, I, you know, we're purist musicians. We're we're always gonna play what we play, and and you know, we're, we're never gonna we're never gonna like cue parts or play to tracks or any of that stuff and and it's interesting now that we've been presented with this opportunity to do that uh as i've worked through it as a drummer it's it's just an extension of you yeah like that shit's not gonna play without you controlling it it's not gonna play at the right time without you playing it at the right time so to me it's actually it's it's really no different than me hitting, you know, the right tom at the right time for the fill that was supposed to be in that section of the song. It's just an extension. How long of, did it take to get used to that equipment to like learning that stuff? Well, there's a uh, there's, there's definitely like, Alex. Oh, thanks. Cheers, guys. There's definitely a, a learning curve with just the the interface itself and figuring out how to you know connected to a computer, how to upload files, how to make sure it all works properly. And then 
the learning curve of of you know figuring out where to where to play the specific sounds and to make sure they come in at the right time so that it's representative of, of the, re- the recorded track um, you know it probably took probably took a handful of months three four months to get used to the system itself and yeah. then in terms of this is this is that goes back again back to like it just being an, an extension of you and an extension of the set it really only took you know a couple of times through each song to kind of figure out the sticking it's basically just a, a different sticking like you're you know you're playing your rock rock beat a groove a hi-hat snare and bass yeah and then all you need to do is on the one of a certain measure or on the three of a certain measure or the end of the four on a certain measure hit a pad on this midi controller and it it's plays the a part the nine the nine i've seen those everywhere like everybody puts the nine full nine five the the rolling it's like the nine the nine button like hit thing yeah the nine pads yeah yeah Yeah, it's a it's a great it's a great tool the Roland makes awesome equipment i've been playing a excuse me a Roland electronic kit because i lived in an apartment for a while uh to practice i I was playing in a a Roland electronic kit forever uh for probably not ever like three years and it it computes you know like i was able to practice on that electronic kit and be able to show up at a show and play everything that i needed to play wow. um it's only because you're sponsored to roland yeah well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hashtag roland the difference is pete pete shout out to roland. roland roland doesn't endorse pete <laughs> pete endorses roland does it work when you say hashtag roland do you still get mm-hmm. the same? Yeah, I think it's they're gonna hear this now. <laughs> well, why can't? Yeah, he's sponsored by Roland. We're just, <laughs> yeah. just gonna go with it. I mean, this show has been sponsored by Budweiser, Jack Daniels. Who else have we been sponsored by? Tom? Everybody. Everybody. Uh, um, Papa John's. Papa John's. Um, yeah. TC uh, Craft. Evan Williams. <laughs> Dolce oh, Vita. Uh-huh. At one point in time. Um, <laughs> yeah, Chick Fil A, but only on Sundays. But yeah. only on Sundays. <laughs> <laughs> Have you guys That's ever the only seen time they could fit us in. <laughs> you, all right, so when not to go off on too much of a tangent here, but Wendy's Twitter handler is hilarious. Yeah, because yeah, have it, you ever it, seen? I've the, seen the beefs between like the fast food. Did, did you see the one where they're like pun intended? Where uh, Chick Fil A put out the on a Saturday they were like uh, they put up a picture of their chicken sandwich and they're like oh nothing better than a chicken sandwich on a Saturday afternoon. Yeah, and then Wendy's replied, there is. Chicken sandwich on a Sunday afternoon. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking great. It's perfect. It's perfect. <laughs> I love. I love how they troll each other. Oh god. So the reason we we dove headfirst into music is because you guys just, uh, you guys just a couple of days ago dropped the uh, EP. Oh yeah. yeah. That's yeah. why. That's why we went yeah, headfirst. We, <laughs> we did. That's reminded us. Wait, did we really? That. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, what's the name of the EP? Like, what's it, what's it called? What's, it's called uh, Dance Where the Wild Things Are. Ooh. We should turn that into a drinking Ooh, game. Ooh, that's nice. Every time it's said. Yeah, Dance Where the Wild Things Are. All right, well, I'm going to drink. <laughs> All right. So do any of you actually dance? Or is, are you, who's no. the best dancer in the band? Pete. Pete. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> the wild things wild? dance where they are. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so. Yeah. So what's the inspiration behind the name, the title of the uh, AB? Oh, I want this one. Uh, Dance yeah, Where the Wild yeah. Things Are is just a lyric from the song Slow Fallen. Uh, we just felt it was the most indicative line of what the EP represents. 
it's it's not a it's not a crazy story. It's just a the EP really lyrically takes you through all stages of a of a relationship from start to finish. Um, really a romantic relationship. And what was cool about it was we had the idea right before we finished all the mixing and mastering for the EP, we came up with the idea of starting the EP with a song that is entitled Dance Where the Wild Things Are. And it's an acoustic song that's only a minute and a half long, and it serves as an intro to the EP. So I heard it. It's really good. I was, it's funny when you mention the acousticness because I haven't really heard much acoustic from you guys. So yeah. It caught my ear when I heard it. Yeah, and the cool thing about it was, or what well, we think is the cool thing about it, was that we the lyrics in that song are only lyrics from the rest of the EP. So it's all oh. lines from, there's lines from every song on the EP that oh, make that cool, song. Man. Yeah, because really the opening cool, line yeah. is from Slow Falling, right? It's the, uh, the opening when, lines when, when, from the last tune. It start, starts with a line from the last tune, okay. and then it goes into slow fall. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. So, which cool? That's a really neat idea. Let's give the people what the opening line is. Sure. Uh, it's uh, I'm wasting so much water lately, um, <laughs> which is from which is from the last song. Don't take this. Um, and then it just goes on into this little story that's told through, like I said, the lyrics from the rest of the songs and. The story is basically the story of the EP. So that's cool, man. I I, uh, I noticed that right away when I listened to it. All, I mean, I heard a couple of songs that you that Slow Fall and you had released as a single. Mm-hmm. So I, I, that's obviously got a story in it. But the way that the the whole when I heard the the EP all the way through and I recognized the line from Slow Fall in the in the opening track and I was like, it kind of it kind of got me in the mood of things being tied in, mm-hmm. and which made me want to listen more because. I realized that the whole, the whole thing kind of had a, a flow to it, which you don't. I kind of cliche to say this now, but you don't. Now that people just drop singles all the time, you don't a lot of times get that steady album with a theme through it all the way through. So it's kind of refreshing and kind of fun to listen to something that all has a kind of a theme to it. It's like, um, you know, it's like when you're writing a book of short stories, they tell you make sure that all the short stories have a theme to it, and they're all kind of like have the same kind of thing. Right. Uh, tied together. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of fun to, to get that. Yeah, and we, you know, it's been a long time since we've released a project. Um, what, what guys? Like four years since yeah. we released our album. Like it, it was f- the at least four of years ago. 2015. Yeah. Yeah. So four years ago. Yeah. So oh, and good. it was, was a good year. Yeah, it's been a long time. So we've done nothing but singles and music videos since then, and it was really fun to indulge in that whole thing like let's mm-hmm. find the common thread through all of the six songs that we chose and really that story of of relationship that story of connection between people good and bad um, was what tied the whole thing together and it was really fun to to write that to write that song too and to record it that was really fun too because the whole EP is very polished um, it's very produced it's Lots of electronic stuff that that's new for us, which was mm-hmm. also really fun. But it was fun to do. I mean, the way we recorded the intro track was just two mics and me singing it raw, no auto tune, no no anything. Now, were you in the raw when you were singing it? I was because but I feel naked. like if you weren't naked, it's not authentic. Um, <laughs> so it wasn't that authentic then. <laughs> Thanks, Tony. You know what? <laughs> His holy pee is fake. You know what? You get the hell out of my house. <laughs> raw or nothing at all. <laughs> no, I was uh, 
it's funny. I was we were talking outside before the show, and I was talking to Peter, and we were saying um, we were talking about the electronic stuff and the versus live. And as far as the um, we got like we got a little bit on the podcast of a, a taste of that with with slow falling because you guys came in here and played it broke down like raw um, on the podcast I think before you even played it out anywhere yes you and then stop saying raw man I'm sorry. and then, <laughs> and then uh, it's like Tony with the word moist stop it's, we did raw dog as long as he doesn't it's, it's only it's I'm, I always go raw it's, it's <laughs> No, but you guys played it stripped down here. Is stripped down any better? Like, I'm not, <laughs> not so much. If you're stripped down and raw, they have their own kind. Dude, no, we but played but this song so naked. We heard you guys play yeah. it naked here, um, uh, naked and unplugged. <laughs> they were naked, by the way, folks. Strip the track. And if naked, you've ever seen this band right live, the they're a bunch Denuded. of good-looking boys. As it, as they look good, <laughs> equally as good naked. So yeah, it's fun for yeah. us. You know, it was a good time. Unfortunately, we don't have the glass table anymore. So. No. But, uh, <laughs> no, but then, but we we got we heard that song here, and then we heard, and then I heard I heard you guys Wowzers. play it live, and then live was a totally different feel. Yeah. We're friends, and then you can't tell. I, heard the, I didn't hear it like the last version I heard was the album version. Yeah. So I got to hear that song in like three different stages, unique in a certain way, and every time, and it's probably my favorite song, not just with you guys, but it's probably my favorite song right now. Oh, I put that shit on, and it. It, I just jam out to that. Like no matter how cold it is outside, I can put that song on, and I'm just it just takes me away. Cool man, you're like but summertime. It's got a cool. It, okay, without nerding out too much, here's what I like about it. It's got like a cool summertime vibe to it, but the story is sad, mm. or or at least maybe not sad, but at least it's it's serious. It's a serious. Sure. Yeah. So and we've all kind of been there. We've all kind of been like. Uh, it reminds me of the stories of like you know you go through. Uh, you, this happens a lot where I'm from down on down in Florida, like on, on all this like the Caribbean, the coast. Like everybody goes through a, like a heartbreak or some tragedy, and they go down to the coast to get over it. And you just want to get away. You just want to go do these things that are going to make you feel better, or you think they're going to make you feel better. And then you know, it, and there's that cliche. Then you're like, hung every, over for 18 days. And yeah, <laughs> and it's, a lot of it is that. You're like, a lot damn of damn it, why did I do that? You and bitch. You just, you're trying to find something. Yeah. <laughs> You're trying to find something, you know, that's gonna like push you, push you forward, or make a new memory over these old memories that you had, and it's it's a it's a very like relatable, meaningful song, uh, placed under the guise of like this fun, poppy, you know, summertime song. Yeah, I think our songs are always gonna have a melancholy and a darkness to them, always, always, and it's this it's so fun. Is that your fault? It's all our fault, honestly. It's it's in. Is it all of your fault, or is it your fault? It's mostly mine. It, okay, but, I'm curious. <laughs> I'm curious, like, cause you know, like, I'm just curious. Because uh, the lyrics have a lot to do with it. Who you're obviously. We the have main a thing for the dark side. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Just curious. You all do though. Okay. We have, we all have a okay. thing for okay. the dark side. Well, there's a there's a um, a quote by Gustav Flaubert. Nothing wrong says, with that. I'm not hating. He I'm says not, it's I, real. Though. I tend to you write. I, mean? I tend to write more. It's real. I mean, that's you know, it's 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 representative of what you of what most people go through real real life yeah it's it's a lot of people can relate to it and connect to it and it's we don't do it because of that but that's just where we that's where we come from that's isn't it it hard to write a happy song Uh, i mean truly though isn't it easier just like well there's a there's a quote that i like get that four million dollar contract i guarantee (laughs) you'll be writing some happy shit Seriously, it's hard to write a happy song. I mean, lyric-wise, like, I mean, for me personally, I have a hard time writing a happier lyrical song. The music might even be happy, but I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, (laughs) 
No, seriously though, like, isn't it easier to sort of Chris is pull arrived, on everybody. those? Isn't it easier to pull on those sort of like shit strings? You know what I'm saying? Like, fuck, you know, like those. Yes. I mean, I'm a bit drunk now, but I mean, isn't it easier to do that? I'm not saying that's what you guys are doing, but for me, it's like it's easier. I like if someone says like, like if I sat down and said, "Let me write a happy song," I couldn't fucking do it. Well, I feel like most people are I pretty drunk do it. all the time, so yeah, it's much easier to, <laughs> to hit them in their feels. Yeah, it's also. But I mean, it's like it's those, e- those. It's easier, but it's also kind of hack. It's like if, if unless you do it right. The, I think the, the creative uh, part about it is doing it to where it hits something that makes somebody feel something. Like, anybody can write it. It's, it's just as easy. Like, it's super easy to write a sad song. Because where it's sadness is... Because it, it comes natural to people. Yeah. And it comes natural. But to write... To, I've to tried just, to write happy just songs. Just as hard as writing a happy it. song is writing a sad song that, that is not really... That, writing a serious song that connects with people. Because sure. you ha- it has to be going through something that we haven't already said before. Like, you know, Hank Williams already said all the sad shit. Like we, when you can't be that simple anymore. Now you got to be creative about it and make it a tap into an emotion that's kind of abstract and kind of makes people feel the emotion without telling them what they're feeling and kind of let the audience and the listener make their own, put their own emotions into what you're talking about so that they can apply their own. So you know what? Everyone's fucking insecure, and when you tap into insecurity, that that's that's it's easier to do that than tap into something that's secure. And you write about something, I mean, it's just hard to fucking do. I'm sorry, it's just. Just me personally, I just I'm throwing my own projecting my own shit out there. But Hold have on. you guys ever sat down and wrote, wrote like what's have you ever, like how hard is it to write a happy song? I'm asking the band. Oh well, I'm gonna table table that for once. What were you gonna say? I well, do want to answer that. I like quotes, and Tony's been trying to say a quote for a while, and I want to hear what it was. <laughs> oh, it's a, it's it's out of context. Now we've already moved on. I know. I was trying to get there. But, um, Gustav Flaubert had a quote once, and I don't remember it for word, but it was pretty much like be. Um, be orderly, calm and orderly in your life so that you can be wild and depraved in your art. So it's like... Whoa. Very interesting. So it's Whoa. like, you know, let... And I guess you could take that however you want to mean it to... But... <laughs> Headphone drop. I love It's deep, that. bro. Yeah. It's deep. Um, I've thought about that a lot personally. I really like art that's... I mean, for lack of a better word, I love anything that's really fucked up. Like, my favorite director, David Lynch. Mm-hmm. My favorite... Yeah. I like abstract painting. I love jazz. I like hard bop. You know, uh, Coltrane, Mingus, Joe Henderson. Like, I want to listen to art and see and experience art that's really messy. So when you were, say- when you were talking about our, the lyrics in Slow Fallen, it's exactly that. It's... We all live pretty normal lives, the four of us. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're pretty, we're average Joe Fucking squares, dudes. man. I mean, yeah, we're square as hell. Just a couple of guys with beer, but <laughs> just, just four kidding. guys with beer. I guess, <laughs> they're beautiful. But when it, beautiful, yeah. great but guys. But when it comes to the art, <laughs> square. when it comes to the songwriting, when it comes to the art, I mean, we're, our influences are, you know, Motion City Soundtrack, um, Sublime, they're, if you look at their lyricism, their songs are really upbeat, up-tempo, a lot of it. But there's a lot of depression. Oh, super yeah, dark yeah, shit, yeah, man. A lot of Bradley shit. especially. Like, yeah. he was talking about all the fucking fucked up shit in his life, but he made it sound happy. Putting it over a reggae know? beat. Yeah. And I, yeah, and it's I like, love... how can you not love a reggae well, beat? Well, I mean, it's reggae like, music in general sure. was like, look at Bob Marley, he was singing about all, like, you know, the it's Controlled chaos, kind of stuff, man. But, and know? now it's party music, but it's like, I no, that's not what it was when he wrote yeah, it. it. Love that juxtaposition. Bradley. Bradley opposite of the quote that you 
just spoke, but yeah. um, but was able to present his art in the same way that you, in the same way that the the quote suggested you should present your art. You know, his his life was full of chaos, but he but his music was really he, controlled. He found yeah. he found some time in between all of the chaos and bullshit in his life and writing to settle himself down right. and to get out, out of that rut he, of, figure out of what life he wanted yeah. to say and how he wanted to say it and it came across i mean he's a beautiful lyricist are you kidding they're, me their it's songs are great lyricists. Lyricists. what made me think of that was when you guys were talking about when we were talking about the lyrics and you know writing uh either i'm not i hesitate to say sad or darker stuff but just writing about serious stuff but putting it over you know kind of a fun beat the way you guys do it's just uh because I, I, I mean, I know you guys were friends. Like, I know that you're not dark, depressed people, but we all kind of go through these dark things, and you can't go through. If you, you know, believe me, being a writer, I've, I've gone through my depression. Like, you try to live that stuff, and it doesn't, it doesn't work. No. You can't, you can't live your art all the time. Right. You, you can put yourself in the zone when you need to, but you got to know how. And I've always, I'm, I've not always been good at that. I've not always been good at separating the two things. But it's a, uh, I think comes that comes with age. But like you guys are, you know, when we hang out, like we're, we have good times. We're all like generally happy people. So it's like, and then you, um, I, one of my favorite bands is, um, uh, uh, well, one of my favorite singers is Brian Fallon mm-hmm. from the band um, Gaslight Anthem, and they write some hardcore like lyrical poet shit, like deep, like depressing, like sad shit. And then you see them live where you meet the guy, or you watch him like in an interview or something, and he's like oh, just a regular happy-go-lucky dude. And you're like, fuck, that's, like, that's a, it, it, it impresses me, the people that can separate that. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's a weird, it's a weird juxtaposition. I think those are my favorite, in fact, I think right now, again, my favorite artist in general is, um, personally, is David Lynch. Mm -hmm. Because if you watch him speak, if you listen to him, he just sounds, he is very positive and normal. When you watch his movies, the imagery is incredibly dark. I really connect to that personally, and I think that I, I think I speak for the four of us when I say that. That that's something that we all really connect to. So I I like living in that. I think Dirty Love um, is probably the best example of that on the EP because uh, the imagery and the lyrics the lyrics are are really dark. Um, they're really sad and really dark, but it has this really celebratory chorus. And I just love that juxtaposition. I like being in that. Go on the, go on the, um, go on that. Go, go on the, uh, the infidelity and the, the, the purpose of that song. Like, what, the, what's behind it? Because it's super uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah. It's just really uncomfortable. And so, yeah. Ooh, found yeah. it. <laughs> We're sponsored by Budweiser. And now a new iPhone. <laughs> It's fine. <clears throat> no, this is sponsored by Otterbox. Did not break my phone. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Otterbox. You just saved him about a thousand dollars. Nice. Um, Am I live right now? I like how my You're Facebook live, live wasn't good enough. Chris had to have his own well, Facebook live. <laughs> He's like, you know what? The Share Your Buzz Facebook live is not good enough. I need my own Chris Husak Facebook live. Going, Were you live on that? Yeah. Oh, We've sure. been live the whole I was time. To get two going, man. <laughs> Motherfuckers. That's how we do it. Live Completely and uncut. Oh, Live find the middle. Unplugged. Find the middle of the nail, Chris. Find the middle of the nail. <laughs> raw and uncut. Just, raw and uncut. Alice in Chains. Raw. 
Ladies and gentlemen. All right, infidelity. Woo! Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And we're talking. So. Because you didn't. Anyway. Let's stop uh, having fun and talk so about infidelity. So is she still around? That's the big question. Actually, it had nothing to do with me. Um, well, okay, that's even cooler. <laughs> Order in the court. Order in the court. Oh. Welcome back to the Sheriff's Bus. We're talking music. And we're talking tequila. About to be. Oh, there's love making between two men happening over there. Okay, it's the only way What's to slap still better. Scale, by the way. Almost 2020, man. What? No holes barred. <laughs> okay, well, let's, let's finish the story. We're almost done with the. With the <laughs> <laughs> hey, so, so, so Chris is like mezcal stat. Cal was about to go on the. It's only the first segment, dude. He's about to talk about like the the My meaning bad. the meaning behind like oh, the. Great. Not the title track of the of the, of the EP, but the main track. It's of the, the EP. first. The, mean, first the first single. Main track. It was the first single. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so so dirty love, dirty love means the 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 term means infidelity means cheating on somebody, and um, I am really un, I'm really uncomfortable about infidelity. I've never cheated on somebody, but I've been cheated on, and it really bothered me, um, and it's all it's bothered me my whole life since I was a kid thinking about um, thinking about people cheating on other people in romantic relationships is like maybe the most uncomfortable feeling I, I get. And I wanted to write about it. <laughs> is it worse so, than like the opening present? Uh, no. No, that's a great <laughs> feeling, actually. So, I have this anxiety about opening presents. I don't like people to ever give me anything because I don't like fucking opening presents. It's must be a drummer awkward. thing. Are you afraid you're not going to like it in front of them or something? I just don't like receiving There presents. is anxiety about being underexcited. Ever. Like, I worry that if I'm, if I'm not excited enough, I'm going to offend the person for not being excited. Yeah, I think about well, that, that every time. It's not even I'm that for me because I'm not trying to fake it. <laughs> I just don't want people giving me shit. It makes me feel awkward. I just don't want my hand to feel bad. I just don't fucking like receiving gifts. I know I, I'm teasing you because I know it's I know it's much worse. Uh, Speaking of anxiety, um, yeah. So I wanted to write about it, but it's been a long time since I've been cheated on, or it had been. So I watched a couple movies. I love to watch movies and watch TV to get ideas for lyrics. So I watched um, Eyes Wide Shut. And I watched Ooh, Indecent Proposal, both movie, both of which, wow. especially Indecent Proposal, Proposal makes me really uncomfortable. Yeah, that's that a hell of a good movie. That's a hell of a good movie. Yeah. So, oh, but Eyes Wide Shut is the one and, and, uh, yeah. that gave me all Stanley the imagery. Film. I always said me and Chris should wear Eyes Wide Shut bird masks, like like we're going to a, <laughs> ri- a rich orgy. <laughs> yeah. Every yeah. podcast from this point mm-hmm. forward. Ain't no orgy like a rich person orgy because a rich person. Person or, um, also, stop. every rich <laughs> person orgy. <laughs> you were almost there, brother. You were almost there. Every every joke. rich person's orgy has a buffet table for some reason and um, shrimp. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And some naked really, person really just getting molested in the back. Speaking of <laughs> speaking of raw and uncut. <laughs> um, some naked person in the back. So yeah. Anyway, that image, um, like the pre-chorus. I'm in the cab. I'm underwater. I'm in her room. I'm underwater. That's all f- directly from the movie. Um, I was thinking of the scene where Tom Cruise is in the taxi cab on his way to perceivably go cheat on his wife. He's like, it's he's like almost obsessing about it, and he's on his way to go do it. And I was thinking about that scene. And that's where the that was the first thing that came, and then and then I was <laughs> no pun intended. I was teaching at school, oh, and uh, <laughs> not concentrating on my teaching as usual. And <laughs> thinking that's about when, that's when eyes the, wide shut. Yeah, and that's when the thought of um, this woman being you know singing, and she sings, um, and she sings my name in the shower, is is the other woman you know. 
Hmm. Um, and yeah, all those lyrics are about that movie, basically, very directly. So, gosh, so. let me ask you a question, Kyle. Like, how about speaking to the microphone? Well, I, I, we're sharing mics, Tony, you <laughs> cocksucker. You and your fucking mic over there by yourself. <laughs> sorry. Um, so, sorry. So aggressive. It's been a while, motherfucker. Like, <laughs> I'm drunk. Like, you give me a hard time, you prick. <laughs> uh, it's been a while. <laughs> so, how does that reflect on your life? I mean, because you're in a stable relationship, right? I mean, I'm just curious. Uh, are you? Or I am now. Okay. I'm just curious. Like, I mean, I'm. <laughs> Is that too it's much? Wave. <laughs> well, Is that's that too the, much? Because I, I mean, mean I'm just curious, curious because I mean I love being influenced by movies and like I've written yeah. song lyrics based on movies. I'm just curious, like, you know, you wrote those lyrics. How does that reflect how you feel right now? I mean, is it just like okay, this is my inspiration, or is it like something you're feeling at the moment? Or um, every, you know, I do better when I write about feelings I've had that I've already digested. So I was I was single when I wrote that song mm-hmm. and not feeling anything dark relationship wise but i was but that movie made me process parts of my life that i where where i've been so more of the raw feelings revisiting raw feelings yeah. is and and creating imagery from that yeah is something that i do Isn't a lot. It, yeah i mean it's, it's funny it's it, like i've noticed that oftentimes if like if you write lyrics sometimes they won't even necessarily be about how you feel now but they're about those raw feelings mm. those sort of emotions it's almost like a color or something if that makes absolutely. sense absolutely you know if you're listening like at home every time we say raw you gotta take a shot <laughs> hence why chris is drunk <laughs> i am so, drunk i apologize guys if i'm being a no, cocksucker I, I, so i mean uh wrapping up the album in the first segments so we can come back and talk about other stuff yeah. in the second segment what uh I gotta say, being a fanboy that I am of yours, we I have this weird relationship with you guys because we're friends, but I'm also like a, a fan, probably your biggest male fan. Uh, well, <laughs> that could be debated. <laughs> not the biggest guy, Tony. Oh uh, well, and it's not an insult because we're yeah. the same size. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I will say I'm probably your most fervent male fan. <laughs> uh, but, uh, I appreciate that. Words. I like when the EP came out. I lay in bed in the raw and put the EP on in the dark. <laughs> Yeah. And just listen to it three times over. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> listen to those sweet, sweet. <laughs> those, dirty love sounds. Those dirty love just carry me away. Is it, is it making you guys feel awkward that Tony has touched yourself, touched Faith, himself to your music? Faith walks in. <laughs> is that like a weird Faith walks in. She's like, what are you doing? I'm like, leave me in peace. <laughs> I'm in my sensory deprivation tank just floating. <laughs> we'll talk about this later. <laughs> No, but like, it's 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 weird because the, the fanboy in me comes out because I do love you know you guys' product, so I gotta say my favorite songs were obviously Slow Fallen, I like Stupid Shoes and City Lights, those are those I think those are my three favorites I think. All right. uh, Thank you. Personally, I like those uh, Which too. is, uh, Dirty Love though has got that. I remember when you guys dropped that as a single a while back. That was, I listened to it and I got so happy when it. When I just heard the style of the song, the, like the production on it, mm-hmm. I was like, I, my '80s kid came out, and yeah, I was like, yeah, yes, for sure. yes, yeah. I was like, I just, I see like pink and blue lights just flashing across okay, my, yeah. like, yes, yeah. I love the new production that you guys are going with, man. I really do. Appreciate it. Glad, thanks, I really man. Like it, it's impressive. Yeah, it's, it's scary. Uh, it's, it's, it's been a choice, you know. It's like obviously it was a decision that we made to go in that direction. Um, because that's kind of what we we felt 
we we should do because it's what re- represents our music best i think at this point yeah like the 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 sound that we were going for represents where we are who we are right now i mean that, it, it's a big choice like being a a a, a like a college, like you guys went to college for music. You're trained to play your live instruments, and you guys decide to go this direction. That's a big choice. Mm. I mean, it's, it's yeah. impressive, and you guys have done it well. You I guys like have it made it. It's, yeah, it's way more that, challenging for than real. just playing. It's way, way more. Oh. Challenging. It's a whole other yeah. challenge, right? It's, it's a I whole different it. ball yeah. game, really. Also, I'm really, <laughs> I'm proud of us because, <laughs> because we've learned to hand the reins over and collaborate with other people sure so the our producer on this andy carpenter he's not in nashville he's um out near los angeles but he's really really good and i'm really happy that we did not try to tell him how to make our record okay we let him be himself on it Mm. and that made it a lot better i think what made you what made you gain the confidence in him to do that like what made you say okay we're gonna let this dude like what sold you on it I think one that we've heard the tracks he's done before, and he's just a really good producer. And yeah. two that we ha- that we now have, we're more secure in our sound and our and our songwriting that we don't feel like we need to have our hands all over every pr- step of the process. And I just, I- I'm really proud of that because we spent a lot of time in years past trying to tell other people how they should work on our music. Sure. And. I think that was to the detriment of the songs. I like that you said so. that. I like that. That's that's an interesting way. Like it's almost like it's like you guys write the nucleus of the song, and you're, it, the, it takes balls to let go and like to to let someone sort of okay, we we have enough confidence in the nucleus of the song, this song, to let someone else sort it's of. It's like it, it's having a relationship sure, with somebody. Sure. Sure. You, you have to yeah. entrust in them the ability to, you know, create create something based on what you've laid the groundwork like y'all's for vision, y'all's vision you trust them yeah. enough to like take it and run yeah, with it that takes good without man. you it's, without it's, you being obsessive about it exactly yeah. and it's, it's the scary part of any art because but no, it's it's no. a whether it's music whether it's you know like I if I write an article and I want to pitch it to a magazine I gotta pitch it to the editor and they're gonna fucking change all my shit around yeah. and it's mm. like and it's it's like okay, well, if you if you want, it's it's what it's it's part of the process. Yeah. You know, it's like when you write a book, you got to send it to the editor, and then they're gonna tell you all the things that 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 they don't like about it, and then you got to go back and forth. Like, well, okay, you got you got line your shit. Y- yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Okay, you were right on this, but but this is actually the way I wanted it. Can we like this is supposed to be wrong here? This is like the way it's supposed to be. It's supposed yeah. to be dirty, and like I'm sure it's the same way. You know, with with music, like you guys have to, you guys have to, you have a vision, but then somebody will come back and tell you. Uh, what they think about it or add their own parts to it like Peter was telling us outside about how the producer came up with a lot of the the tracking stuff on for the CP and yeah. it's to be like so help, you have to track with the beats. not only have yeah. trust but that, actually that leads me to a new question like what is the you guys have to have a good relationship because he might come up with something where you're like ah oh, you know what this isn't quite what we had in mind for this like let's you know and it, it's awesome that it happened to work out for you guys but there, I'm sure there's been some points where you were like you know this isn't quite What's funny about you saying that is we got, you know, pretty much every track that we got back after we sent sent it off to the producer, they were, you know, we, we each have a process and we put it through our machine where we 
uh, give each guy like th- you know a couple days to listen to the track after we get it back and, and come up with notes and do you ever rage against the machine uh, yeah Naturally. most <laughs> most nights um, but uh, yeah we we give each other time to think about the track come up with notes and come up with you know points counterpoints to what the direction was that the producer went in and honestly it speaks to Andy's ability and creativity most of the time there were only Let's go ahead a throw couple Andy of notes. who of who Andy Carpenter he's a producer who's he work for I'd like to see um, it yeah I don't, I don't solo yeah he's okay, just, Andy he's, Carpenter yeah. what's up he's independent independent up, producer yep good shout yeah, out he's there. a super talented guy when we would get tracks back from the majority of the time we were we only had a handful of notes each and then we would discuss each note and come to a consensus of whether or not we should implement the alternative based on that note or the decision the alternative decision based on that note of what Andy chose to do and most times after that discussion we decided to just let the track be what it was mm-hmm. and yeah. and it re- again it really speaks to Andy's ability he's a he's a phenomenal producer he actually made a lot of decisions where we were we were in, like enlightened and and um happy that he did what he did cuz we hadn't thought of it it's like bringing a, i mean it's like bringing a co-writer in mm-hmm. you bring somebody in to help you write fresh set of eyes yes exactly somebody from the outside with a fresh set of eyes who has the ability to take your image what what you think you want to do with it and then give it the bones or or the you know like not the bones it had the bones but the the finishing touches and the you know the the proper clothing the polish the kind of polish i mean the kind of he's a it was it was a really easy you got to clothe the rawness yeah yes it was to to your point it was a really easy process to your your question say that again tony what are we doing you got to clothe to answer your question it was a really it was actually a really easy process of us you know listening through these tracks it's funny that that whole thing comes with the pussy on site there you go it comes with maturity and and age and uh, just the idea and knowledge with whatever you're doing yeah. to willingness to admit that you don't know yeah. all of the answers or to give a little bit of power to something else. It's like like it's, it's like you said earlier. It's a rela- like being in a relationship. Yeah. Like yeah. you have to give some of yourself to the other person. And it's it's uh, you know hell, three years ago when I came up with the idea for a podcast, I could have sat here by myself and tried to do it by myself. But no, I you know I. I, I, I needed collaborated with this, with this drunk ass. I needed, me. <laughs> I needed somebody to and drop the guy. phone into the mic, to drop this, this phone into the microphone. Here, here. Unfortunately, he the invited microphone. these two guys, these two <laughs> these fuckers two right here, and now we've got Charlie Atlantic on the motherfucking <laughs> podcast. What's up? Best fucking band in Nashville right now. Appreciate that, sir. For Thank real, much, for man. real though. So before we end up the first segment and uh, yeah. you know, wrap up. Oh no, I was just looking at the screen and wondering if we were doing Q and A's here for people. Are we doing questions? We haven't read. We haven't read the questions there. We'll ever. look at them. In How many people do we have watching right now? I don't know. Maybe we'll come back in the second More segment. More than Tony's phone. With a couple oh, answers. Oh, we can oh, do that. Oh, yeah, oh, indeed. Oh. See, this is how you broke it. <laughs> so we got. When we come back from the break, I want to talk about. I want to talk about Snow Day. 
yeah. want to talk about your guys' little video podcast that you got that you guys been doing. Yeah, I'm um, trying to encroach on our territory over here. <laughs> Never <laughs> trying to take trying to take away the title of us being the sexiest podcasters in Nashville. Yeah, for real. Shut up. It's only a compliment. It's so, only a compliment. Um, and also, um, you know, we talked a lot about the album stuff, and it's been a, it's been a while since we've actually interviewed you guys about some real shit. Usually, you come on the show and we just hang out. So it was nice to get in some business. But in the next segment, I feel like it's time to time to cut up a little bit. So um, yeah, hell so yeah. Before we finish up with uh, the first segment, is there anything else about the EP that you guys want to talk about? Like, where can everybody find you? So that we're, like, pitch. just pitch it up, baby. I mean. Pitch Charge wise. the Atlantic, yeah. Dance Where the Wild Things Are is on every streaming outlet. It's only available digitally. Um, we don't have the fucking money for Patrick. hard copies. Are you kidding me? Hello, beautiful. Look at these guys. Well, we got Hello. no money, all right? No hard Look, copies. Where are you guys playing next Friday? Because that's what I know, because I'm going to be there. We're going to be playing every song off the EP and many more uh, next Friday at the end Fuck for yes. our annual I will be snow there. day. Right across from Exit Inn. Hell, you damn right. right. In Nashville, I love Tennessee. that spot. What, Tom? We're show starts at 9, yeah, we hit at 11, 11.30, somewhere in there. Do you have other bands with you? Yeah, Vo and uh, who's our other guys? Temple Wildlife. Yeah, Temple Vo Wildlife. and Temple Wildlife. It's a good lineup. So it's okay, be can a I ask you a question? Show. Why, is yeah. my, why is Malibu Blackout now opening for this show? Because <laughs> 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 you told me you were going to play Raw if we if we had you guys open for us. What? You guys don't want to see the Ukrainian devil hanging out? Literally? <laughs> You know what's funny? You talk about hard copies. Um, I was talking. To hard I was talking to my. I was talking. I was talking to my daughter on the phone earlier, and she was like, "We were." She, I, I was. I told her we were having you guys on the show tonight. Yeah. And she was. I was like, "Yeah, this is like my favorite local band. You should check them out." Like, yeah. And she's like, "Well, maybe you can send me a CD or something." And I was like, "No." I was like, "You're." I was like, "You're 23 years old. Like, you're. How am I more advanced than you? Like, who has CDs? <laughs> who has CDs, like, girl?" Like, if people hand me CDs for the podcast, and they know where they go, like, fuck, I punt that shit into the trash. <laughs> <laughs> it says every record label. I have no idea. I don't even have a way to play a CD. Yeah. Like, hold, hold it up to the fucking light. Yeah, yeah. with the digipack. We're fine. Fuck your CDs. I was like, I'm like, babe, like, you have Spotify. Just go look up Charles the Atlantic hey, and listen. Can we tell Facebook something right quick before we get out here for this break? Just give me something, guys. Give me something. Where it sold you? What's up with your mom? Still with your mom? Pretty. What's up, guys? Thanks for watching. Share your yeah. Is this on your personal? Always tune in. This Share is my personal, but it's close enough. Oh, oh we got some sci fi shit over there. Long and prosper. All right, guys. <laughs> look, we'll be back in the second right. half. Peace and love, y'all. Maybe Chris will do a little less hitting the mic with his phone in the second half. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing like fucking Editing things nightmare. over here. <laughs> He's doing things with stuff. I can't remember. Okay, while Chris figures out his phone, we're back for the second segment. Segment. Boom. Ladies and gentlemen, we're back here. Chris and I, show your buzz. Charles the Atlantic up in the, up in the house. It's Christmas time. Everybody's got good vibes going. Mm. I got Faith on the couch, sipping her wine. Just relaxing in the background. Bar it's holiday on the radio. season. It's the holiday season. It is season. so cozy in here, man. Mm-hmm. Can I just say an aside? <laughs> Tony, have we talked about how my favorite hey, wait, 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 Christmas wait, wait, album hey, by far? Hey guys, hold this, hold this, hold this thought. Hey, go we have talked about that. Okay. Yes. Hey, baby, you're live on uh, Share Your Buzz podcast. <laughs> what? You're live on Share Your Buzz podcast. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> That's what all of our <laughs> listeners say. Well, that was the cutest response I could have imagined ever. I love you. I love you too. <laughs> say hi to the folks. I heard that. 
Say hi to Charles the Atlantic. You, you've seen them play live. Hey. You know, hey. You know how awesome they are. Hello. I do. Sweet. I'm uh, actually just watching your other live post. Yo, oh, you watching live post? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, sweet. we're sorry to hear that. Yeah, right. <laughs> it was fun. Nice. Well, we're about to go live again. Do you mind if I call you back? Well, uh, can you take me off of the live I'll, thing? So? I'll, I'll Just will. tell her you oh. did and keep her on. <laughs> <laughs> we'll take you off. You know what's uh, it's fitting yeah. to um, kind of have you guys here for the Christmas time because without getting too mushy, like Christmas is time for like you know getting together with your friends and your loved ones and all that. And uh, I was just talking to Peter outside, and me and Faith were having this conversation not too long ago, where like you guys have been a part of the show since pretty much the beginning of it and there's definitely this community that we built which i loved like literally when we had our when when faith and i got engaged like you guys came to our engagement party like mm-hmm. like you guys are like like we're not it's it's weird to be family it's weird it is it's family family don't say that with that mustache <laughs> it freaks me out that's peter <laughs> no it's 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 a weird dynamic say it to, to all the girls fuck off pete family <laughs> No, a, a couple of, a while ago, Faith and I were talking about, like, staying here or moving back to Orlando or whatever, but we no. were, and I had, uh, there was one week that actually solidified it for me, was, I got to thinking, <laughs> me and Chris had done a podcast that was like, it was just me and him, no guests, and it was one of the, the like, the most natural, <laughs> like, best things we ever, like, one of, our, one of my favorite podcasts, and then later on in that week, I had gone to... After my buddy Darren's house, who owns Principal Cigars, and just like no business, no nothing, we just had a cigar and just bullshitted, talked about superheroes and stupid shit. And then later on that week, and Kyle, remember this? At randomly, Kyle's like, "Hey, I'm going up to Priming's. You want to meet me for a cigar?" And we had met me and Faith. I met you up there and had a cigar and a couple of drinks, and we had a nice, good talk yeah. about some stuff that um, related to. Faith and I, we were like all kind of three of us going through some stuff that we were able to like talk openly about. Mm-hmm. And later on, when we were talking about whether or not to settle down here or do something like that, I can't speak for Faith, but for me, one of the things that made my decision was I, I looked back on that week and I was like, man, where else can I be where uh, I get to, no matter what happens, no matter how much work or uh, separation is between me and Chris. Once a week, I get to hang out with my best friend and do do something that we built together, and then get to go out to this like fancy mansion out in, in Franklin and like hang out with a buddy of mine who owns this cigar company. That and, and it's not even about that. It's not about showing off. It's about like you know the just the camaraderie of hanging out and bullshit and talking about stupid shit. And then I get to sit and. Have a, a a drink and a cigar with the lead singer of my favorite band. Like where else? Like where else could that happen? Like there's there's like there, there's nowhere else where I throw an engagement party and my favorite band shows up to my engagement party. Like this is and it, it, it's not about like all the like we like uh you know I, I'm at the house and I'm making margaritas and I have the question tequila and I know Jason who owns question tequila and it's not about. Oh, I know this guy. I know this guy. Like, it's not about being a big shot. It's about the community that we all get to have. Like, where else can I make a margarita at the house with from the tequila of the guy that I know who owns the company? Like, where else can I go and and have a drink where 
Chair Bear! It's, yeah, like it's happening right here in Nashville. Up? It's happening. It's happening right, right here now. in Nashville. Everybody talks about making it or like wanting to make it, but the people who have made it look at like the Hemingways or the Michael Jacksons or the you know the the Brad Pitts. Like it's never about. You don't hear a lot about what happened to them once they made it. It's all about getting to where they made it, mm-hmm. and that's in that case. Fuck, guys, we're doing it right now. Like me and Chris are doing it with the podcast. You guys are mm-hmm. doing it with the band. Like it's there's something cool about the fact that if 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 this ended tomorrow, and we never did another podcast again, like the friends that we've made along the way, or like the 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 part the, the act that we the fact that we got to be a part of it, like was actually a deciding factor in me staying in Nashville because I'm like fuck I. Where else could I go where I can call you guys up and be like, hey, you want to come do a podcast? Just push my head out of the way when you talk. You just gave me the chills, man. How fortunate are we? Yeah. I mean, this is incredible. It's really incredible. We've had this conversation where we talked about, like, the um, East Village in New York in the 60s and L.A. in the late 70s. Fuck yeah. Nashville in 2019 is its own thing like that. It, it, It deserves a place in history, but beyond that, like just for us just for this group that we've created how how fortunate are we it's incredible man i feel the same way honestly sometimes people don't don't know what they're a part of like they i I feel like oftentimes people don't realize that nashville is what it what it will become someday and we're fortunate to be here and experience what we're experiencing together and and know that we're a part of like the process. We're a part of the the growth. We're mm-hmm. a part of the 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 birthing of this this boom, which will inevitably be one of those years. And beyond that, look at the brotherhood in this room. Do you know how many people actually in their adulthood get to have friendships the way we've developed, and yeah. just in this room? Oh, this is a great conversation. Very. Very few people, and I, I can't tell you how, for me personal, how grateful I am for all of you guys in this room. I mean, I hate to like bro out and you know just no, get just, all punchy right, about yeah. it, but seriously, like That's what I the, for. these guys that we moved our whole lives here together, the four of us. I mean, we've become. Did you just in many did you respects, just him? <laughs> oh, <laughs> god damn it! In many respects, closer than brothers, and then yeah. to add to that brotherhood here. Yeah, and we met, dude. We met random, like, like truly randomly. Yeah, and to have that happen, and you be such an inspiring person, dude. We were listening to your, to one of your podtikis on the way uh, here, dude. You're, you're really exceptional, in oh, in that. It, it's there very exceptional. Look at that. This yes. podcast is exceptional. Look at that. Like, Yay. It's, it's inspiring, man. It's inspiring to be artists together and to be in this brotherhood. And very few people get to indulge in that in their whole lifetime so i mean just think of how how fortunate that is well as much one of my greatest inspirations is sitting on the couch over there my my wonderful lovely fiance the wonderful fiance here's to faith here's the little mascal because can i say this is straight from mexico this is the legit shit straight from mexico the mascal (laughs) and and this is not bud light straight from mexico (laughs) bud light straight from mexico (laughs) cheers cheers my shot. Yeah, dude, moving here is the first time in my life, Tony, that like I've ever had a network that wasn't like halfway given to me. Like yeah. being in college, like my whole life, it was high school, grade school, high school, college. All of my friends were in part given to me, and I had to like try to work, like work for some, I guess. 
to some extent, but then here it was starting from scratch. And like to yeah. think about the network of people that I have down here. It's- yeah, it's like it's completely with, like, different. When you're a band, and you first start doing shows in your local town, and everyone comes out, all your friends come out, and it's like you have this built-in audience. And all of a sudden, you move to this new city. It's like, bam, we gotta start from scratch. Like yeah. we have to build our audience from scratch. I know that's intense. Like that's a hard, that's a hard sell. But you guys have done. But well, it's like so. everyone I know, like I've worked for, isn't the isn't the best word it's not like I worked for it but like I had to put effort into building and establishing and maintaining these relationships it's the first time in my life I've had a real network that was started with me and I had the help of these guys outside of that nothing I think a general way of saying it is is by choice it wasn't it wasn't like um, by default like a lot of times growing up you're just you're friends with people by default They, they live in your neighborhood or they go to school with you or whatever but like I mean, I came to Nashville, you know, the same like the very cliche way of like putting everything I had in the back of my truck and coming here, and you know lived in a rented a room in a in a in a in a, in a prefab for like three months before I got my own place and everything. But yeah. it was literally, I came out here, uh, met Chris. Chris was setting up. Chris was doing the foldouts for a CD for a band he was in on yeah. the on the patio table yeah. out there. And we started bullshitting because we had just we had just both recently gone through breakups and we're like, hey, you want to go out, like yeah. and hang out? He's like, yeah, I want to kind of hang out. Like, let's go get drunk or something. And we were so we went out and then it was a bromance from the start. Bam! But now we're BFs. I, but it's it was like you said, it wasn't forced. It was by choice. Like it was we we have, we make these friendships by choice. If you don't want to make friends with somebody, you just you know you, you severe away. Whereas sometimes in the town you grew up in, you know you ride the bus with somebody every day. You kind of have to be friends with them. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I get you completely. This is the first time in my life that's that hasn't been that way. So you guys have been friends for a long time. Like how like who is like how did the friendship become when did when did the bond start? When did the pants come off? That's you. Well, because it started with these two, Pat and Pete. Pat and Pete. Does it have to be me? I think we we talked to we probably talked about this on the first episode we did with you guys, but let's let's rehash it anyway. Quick rehash. Uh was me and Pete. And in his basement playing music. And it was Pete and me. <laughs> and, uh, you know. This was, this and, was uh, pre-Stachio. We did the thing, and we played some music, and then we found some other people to play music with us. And that was it. Okay. Where are the other people, I guess? And I appeared. <laughs> <laughs> well, from my... Actually, I like my perspective the best. Don't make me sing. A. Do Most you. of us do. A, because it's mine. Do you. And B... Because I'm the most outside guy here. Um, you think that? Hey, do you guys remember the yeah. SNL sketch? Don't make me sing. <laughs> Don't make me sing. Can we take a YouTube break to watch that? Yeah, sure. Um, <laughs> Never mind. I'm old. No, it was these guys in high school <laughs> writing music together, and then um, they had another guitar player. It wasn't me. Cause all right, now I'm the guitar player, and they found Kyle. He's playing with the cat right now. And they, they got him on board. Don't make me sing. And then Kyle joined the band, and then they decided to move to Nashville. And then uh, their guitar player decided that wasn't the move for him, so they asked me to fill in for a little bit while they recorded their demo Terrible to get ready choice. for the move. Terrible Don't choice. forget, you're just thing. a fill-in. I know, worst I'm still just filling in, man. I've been did. filling in worst ever since 2012. Done. Worst thing ever. <laughs> you know yeah. it's a Pat thing to say when oh, Pat smiles. You're, I, you're like this. <laughs> God, get in here. There's there's one little story I'll tell because this is a this is a it's a cute little story, but I've I've never told you guys this story. 
So Alex and I, I know Alex from college. We were in this avant-garde jazz band together. And Pete, Pat, and I had rehearsed with Alex one time and realized that Alex was this incredible rock guitar player as well. We really wanted Alex to be crazy and move to Nashville with us. Well, we played the, the last gig that Alex and I played together in our jazz group before I moved to Nashville, um, a few months before I moved. I We were pissed drunk outside of Trinity Brewery. Trinity! In, yeah, in Providence. <laughs> and I was like... I was like, you know, hypothetically, Alex, like, like, what if you just were crazy enough to move down to Nashville with us and just got famous with us? Like, what? How how crazy would that be? And Alex was like, Oh, I would do it. Oh yeah, yeah, I, I'd go. And I was like, I was like, No, no, no. But seriously, dude, like, how crazy would that be? And he's like, No, no, no. I will, I will move down to Nashville with you guys. I mean, it's crazy, but like, yeah, I'd do. I would do that. Yeah, that's awesome. I actually was gonna talk to you guys about that. And wow. I was like, No, 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 Alex. How crazy would that be though, for, for real? And he was like, No, no, no. I'll do it. Yeah, I'd do that, and I was so stoked. On my way home, I call Pete, and I'm like, Pete. Not me. Dude. He called Pete. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because. He knew what the fuck you were going to say, dude. <laughs> so I'm like, Pete. That guy's got opinions. <laughs> yeah, I don't like of, that. He had one of two options. Call somebody who was like, oh, my God, I love it, or somebody who was like, all right, well, let's think about this. We'll yeah, see what happens. Let's see what <laughs> let's see what Mike Einzinger from Incubus says first. <laughs> no, so like I'm talking to Pete on the phone and I'm just like, "Pete, you just just guess what?" And he's like, "What?" I'm like, "I think Alex will move to Nashville with us. I think he's crazy enough." You and were Pete stuck was stuck on the bridge, weren't you? I think I think I remember you being stuck on the uh maybe not stuck or being I was I was yeah, I was on the bridge the... in Fall River. Yes. Yeah. Driving home. What 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 bridge? What uh, Bragger Bridge in Fall River. Yes. Anyway, yeah. Shout talking to, to him, I'm like, I think Alex will move with us, and really Pete's like, band. no way. And I was like, yeah, dude, I think like in my gut, I think he'll actually do it. Basically, like, I think he's stupid enough to do this with us. <laughs> like, I think he said literally to my face that he would definitely 100% do it. So my gut says he might take a chance. This fucking idiot. Yeah. Anyway, and he did. What an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> <fucked up. laughs> Just think, you'd be in that cold ass winter right now. Ooh, that's gross. Actually, <laughs> if we're if we're uh, if, if if we're stroking each other, I'm gonna say something about Alex. Like the first Please. time and every time. Okay, so people that do music a lot of times don't want to talk about music. Uh, yeah, keep stroking the mic like that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Facebook for, Live. It's great for podcasts. <laughs> if you just rub the mic, I spit on it first. <laughs> I, I noticed it. it was, that's what actually got me. Turned Sorry off. to interrupt you, man. You get interrupted too much. It was so raw. It was raw. Go go go. <laughs> Oh, we're going back to the raw now. I'll be back on the raw. Nice reference joke there, boys. It's called it's called a callback. So, it's, so it's a callback. Uh, there we go. No, but a lot of people that are into whatever they're into don't want to talk about what they're into or what they do. Like you know, oh, I have, we have this musician on who's like you know badass guitar player, but he's like, oh, I don't, uh, let's not talk about guitars while I'm like I don't want that's what that's my job on. But the very first time and every time Alex comes into my apartment. <laughs> He goes right for the uh, guitar, picks it up, and starts picking immediately. It starts wailing on it. And like, just, not just picking. Like, 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 he man, starts making you feel like an asshole no, for I'm even just, trying to play guitar. No, and you know what? I feel awesome because I'm like, I'm like, this, not me. this is like, I, I, this is a guy who's now become a friend of mine who is also like this incredible player that I get to hear all the time. And you guys, I, I don't know if you guys remember this one time. It might have been the second time you played as a band on the show where we did, we did the podcast. We did the podcast recordings, but then around like one in the morning, you guys just decided to have an impromptu 
kind of like oh jam and faith, faith was session. singing faith was yeah. all up in that faith shit. Sang, I you guys that. All played. Yeah. and my neighbor actually came by and was the next day was like did you guys have a band in your apartment and i was like don't <laughs> yes. don't talk about it but <laughs> maybe but it's it's it, it's awesome because i like the fact that it's a uh you're you're not one of those like stuck up guitar players it's like oh yeah i know i'm good no you walk in you just you pick up the guitar you start playing no matter what it's pretty awesome. You're you a actually, natural guitar player. You're not an asshole guitar player. You just you're yeah. one of those guys that gets up and it's like you can tell you got the love in you. What happens if you do both though? I don't know. How, I don't know. Honestly, how you just made natural and asshole rhyme. Uh, I just burped in this rhymes so situation. well. But you just walked up right <laughs> up in the mic. I burped in like Pete walked up right into my burp. Like Are you okay? <laughs> Are you okay? Oh yeah. No, I didn't must- even notice. <laughs> the mustache protects him. It's a natural. I have a guard. A complete mouth Beautiful guard. Beautiful mustache right there. <laughs> Ron Burgundy needs your heart out. Beautiful. <laughs> I like how Pete's What like, about you, you know Pat? What? You've been quiet all night. Like, Let's, I want to hear some commentary from, from Pete's Pat. Pete's like, now that I'm engaged and she can't say no, I'm just going to grow my mustache out. <laughs> I literally, as I was walking out of the bathroom <laughs> after I shaved tonight, I was saying, and she was in the other room, and I was like, I'm really glad you already said yes. She was like, why? And I was like, because, you know, this shit that I do with my face. And she was like, what do you mean? And then I walked out. She was like, oh, oh yeah. No. That's back again, huh? <laughs> hey, I guess it's growing on me. Guess I guess. No, it's growing on you. I guess. And I was like, no, it's it's literally growing. It's definitely growing on As we speak, period. my the rest of my beard's still growing. It'll be It'll be back. But, you know. Hi. <laughs> you got a mustache hey, now. If it makes you feel better, guys, like every time I shave my beard, my girlfriend's like, why? <laughs> nope. <laughs> don't do it. I don't want to see your face. <laughs> exactly. It makes Hi, it so much harder. Seriously, I remember though, one time Chris every, had it. Every, every time I shave my beard, everyone's like, yeah, don't ever do that again. So I'm like, fuck you. You don't like my face? Fuck you. Apparently people don't like my yeah, face. Yeah, but Chris, you don't like your own face. One time Chris well, had I his, don't like my own Chris face. Chris had to shave for a wedding one time, and then... Wait, he ha- thought he had had to shave for a wedding because he he thought it, that everybody was going clean shaven, mm-hmm. and he found out later. He found out later wedding. they weren't going clean shaven, so he shaved his beard and then walked out clean shaven, baby face, and then was you fool. When he found out he didn't have to shave, he was so mad. He was, yes. what the fuck? Oh, I'd be pissed too, man. Look, the older I get, the more that I realize I have the uh, the Paul McCartney chin. I'm starting to get jowls a little bit. Like I'm starting starting to get the old man jowls a little bit, and it's sad. But it I like now matter. how Peter is the, such a producer. He's yeah, like he, even telling my co-host Peter's to get on the like, mic. <laughs> but what's funny is I can hear myself in the headphones, so I'm thinking that I'm in there. No, but. you hear yourself because you're talking in your head. You hear your, that's, that's your voice in your head. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna. All right, so back to Pat. We haven't done yeah, this Pat's in a while. Commentating the whole time, by the way, I see it in his face. He's commentating the whole time, but it's all happening in his mind. Tony, what was your question for Pat? Oh no, Chris, what was your question for Pat? I was just like, say something, motherfucker. That was that was my comment. <laughs> well, we gotta think of a contentious point for him then. Comment. Okay. <laughs> Songwriter insert, fella, like where do you fit in? Here. Okay, where does Patrick fit in on this new EP? Like, Ooh. what's what's your feeling? Like, how, where are you fitting in on this new I EP? I didn't do anything. <laughs> well, way to let us down. <laughs> <laughs> 
So the other three members of the band. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know what's you know what's, what's funny. What I love about. But I love when you sing, Patrick. Like I, I've seen you live several times. I love when you take the helm and, and like I, I know you're a damn good songwriter. So I'm curious, like where are you at on this new EP? Like what's your, what do you feel like? Because you don't say much, and, and I appreciate that. I love a good quiet person. You remind, you remind me much of my dad. My dad's not a man of many words. He's very quiet. And I appreciate that. So, so where are you at on this new EP? How are you feeling about it? Well, I hope that your dad didn't beat you, and that's why I remind <laughs> you of him. Damn, this has <laughs> gotten really dark. <laughs> no, my father did not beat me, okay, but uh, he was—he was—he's um, a tough guy, but he wasn't a beater of. Well, sorts. because I beat these three fools <laughs> all the time, so uh, it's kind of a—it's kind of a common theme. <laughs> beat that dick. down here, though. <laughs> I mean, being the only tall guy in the group, you have to you, you raise the queen. Over. That's true. <laughs> Coming from a short guy, so I know it's, people it's, are watching on Facebook I know Live, but I'm standing on the stool. It does. I just I know. <laughs> with being the shorter guy in the podcast, I know Chris beats me all the time. <laughs> no. <laughs> You're the most big-headed midget I've ever seen. No, seriously, Patrick. Like, give me, give me. Like, what's Look, on, I'm gonna brother? start answering for him, and then he'll take over. Okay. I would please. ask a different okay. question. I would ask what his role is with the band instead of the EP. Sure. It's less sure. complicated. Okay. Well, you know. All What's right. he doing right now? <laughs> okay. Actually, so here. If, 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 we're ac- if, if, if we're asking Are serious we? questions, I'll ask this. So, Patrick, the uh, you guys' have sound has gotten more electric, electronic, uh, 80s. You guys got that vibe going, that pop music going. That usually goes to the keyboard player. It's not player the 80s now. It's like super hip. As that, well, yeah, it's but, like but now. more of the pop sound usually goes to the key player. Um, you guys, yeah. you're generally the, the synth guy. Uh, so, do you how in in the live show? Uh, I, I imagine with this new this new EP being mostly a, a lot of electronic, a lot of synth stuff. Like it's got to be very you forward, right? Very, it's got to be around. Like you're taking a lot of that on you. Well, and it might, it might not be the the it might not be the uh, the percussion or the vocal like or like the this badass guitarist, but it's it's a part of the band that is that uh, is is the back sort of a backbone to use a cliche term. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure like <clears throat> key com- very 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 key components. There are definitely a lot of moments in rehearsals where I am thinking, okay, why can't Alex do this? Well, because I can't, Pat, or I'm too good to do it. (laughs) (laughs) So then I have to rely on the, the, not two, but three keyboards in front of me now to try to make that stuff up. And uh, it's not easy. Uh, It's, you just kind of figure it out. I mean, I'll tell you, like in rehearsal, like, uh, the songs that we had before the CP, they sound full in rehearsal and they sound big and epic. It's because we wrote them on the spot and it's easy for us to fill that space or easy for me to fill that space because I know what I was doing. Now it's a more of a case of trying to fill the space where there was outside uh, influence that uh, forces me to try to fill the same space that the outside influence had, and uh, it it definitely makes it more difficult. But 
um, I definitely welcome the challenge mm. of trying to fill in space. And yeah. it's, it's different. It's not easy. But like, for example, one of our songs, uh, we relegated uh, one of the synth parts to you, Alex. Yes. To let me accommodate other parts yep. because there's so much synth. Yeah, because what you mean by that outside influence is we send a track, and this is actually what I meant by asking what Pat's role is in the band because he did a lot of the, like, he was basically our engineer because the music you knew before this EP, we did it all at uh, Bull Eagle Music. But this time we split up the process. We did all the recording ourselves, the vocal tracks, the instruments, uh, we did a lot more electronic stuff this time, sure, but we still recorded everything on our own, and then we sent it to a producer who added, like, literally added parts that we never saw coming. And I don't mean, like, a touch here or there. I mean, like, fucking parts. Like, there are parts now. And now we are given that back, and Pat, for instance, like, that outside influence is like, okay... I, in a way, it's like we're in this like weird circular loop thing, and it's like in a way we, we rewrote the song, went to a producer, and it came back, and it's like the producer inadvertently is telling us what to play now. Like we're lear- relearning. We wrote the song, the genesis of the song, and it came back to us different, and now we're relearning it so that we can play it live. So now he's got to deal with that. Speaks back to that trust that you were talking about, mm-hmm. that we were talking about earlier, where the you know the trust that we had with Andy to be able to come up with parts write parts again it just speaks to Andy's ability he's such a phenomenal producer but I, I feel like sometimes that's like convoluted with convoluted and it and it doesn't come across the way that people uh, think it might be presented or or would be presented in how a, a song comes to be he's a writer like he's like producers are writers mm-hmm. like really? he he's done. Andy, Andy's done a phenomenal job writing for songs that we put out on the CP. Well, that's interesting because you know you look at um, look at a role like like Kyle's. You uh, maybe I'm, I I could be totally off on this, but uh, from a fan's perspective, I could say okay, uh, whether it's live or in the studio or whatever, like the the singers probably. You know, with you know, uh, variants, probably singing the same part, maybe even better on the on the studio track because you could not play your instrument and actually just focus on vocals. Whereas the band, now that there's a studio track, when they now when you guys play live, you have to like match the studio track or try to find or try to be relatable to the studio track, even if there's a uh, a live variant, which which is expected, but you have to now. Now you guys, like what you were saying, now you have to actually, okay, this is what people are used to hearing. How can we make this still sound like the song? One of one of Pat's, like, and th- I, I, I have to give him credit for it because it's, it's something that I've thought about since we started to deconstruct these songs in order to play them live. Something that Pat said that really hit home with me and... Uh, really made me think about what I was doing and how I was doing it was let's not cover these songs. Let's figure out a way to play them. And it's it's really, I think sometimes it's really easy to try to cover a song mm-hmm. um, where, you, where you just imitate what's happening. But we're, 
you know, we're working with a producer, a, a co-writer in a way, and, and we're figuring out a way to, in, in our live performance, to present the same parts that he came up with or enhanced so accurately uh, that that it becomes like a really really conscious decision and really conscious process a hard process to go through in order to bring it to fruition you have to really really work to make the song sound live based based on what it was it's almost like you guys are writing the songs twice or you're living the songs twice yeah you know, Definitely, you're writing these songs, and then when they come back to you, you're like they're, reliving them. They're super well, it's, different. It's, sure, it's funny because that happens even on a small level. Like myself, I if there's a if there's a song that you you write, and then you let it go for a while and come back to it. Like when you start when you play it over and over and over again, and you're a little bit tired of it, you start rewriting it in your head to, to not be bored of it, and then it, you actually start. It, it, it comes to fruition. Like, when I play out, I cover a lot of Jimmy Buffett songs. That's just my style, whatever. But you don't always cover it the way that it's written. You cover it in your own way. So in a way, you guys are covering your own songs, which is, like, it's 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 cool because it's, uh... Chris is bringing the bottle. <clears throat> I feel like this is a really uncomfortable topic. It's like a... Kind of makes it right. personally. So, so can we talk about Christmas? <laughs> well, let's talk about. Yeah, Chris wants let's to talk, talk about, about Christmas. I want to talk about Christmas. I want to talk about shit. Other than hold, music. hold on, hold on, hold on. Once we get past this, this, this is kind this of an uncomfortable here. topic. But this is like. Is it here, for you? Yeah, a little bit. We getting at? I mean, I, I, I mean? just don't know if musicians are often this honest about the the process where they create music and they give the reins to a producer to a point where you know yeah that's that takes that, balls, where guys. where when you're you. i thought everybody did that it takes balls. It does. i mean maybe i don't know not really really yeah in the best case scenario well, you'd have the producer inside the studio with you yeah we're in you'd a have him yeah. offering suggestions and you'd have him helping build a song um on the spot Okay, yeah, so we're, we're, we're definitely it. in we're a unique a situation. Well, if we're okay, if you want to change topic, let's let's at least go to um, the fact that we're mm. so we're sitting here talking about uh, you know song breakdowns things like that, and you guys actually do a version of that. You guys actually have a YouTube channel where you do song breakdowns all the time. So let's yeah. talk a little bit about that. Uh, if you guys want to hear more about <clears throat> what these guys do and how they break their songs down. Uh, they have their own show where they talk about only this. Yeah, we've got um, what's called Demo Talks up on our YouTube channel. And right now it's, it's basically just a video podcast that's up on YouTube. And what we do is we listen to... Because when you're writing a song, what we do first is we record a demo. And I think you know what that is, right? Like, we just record basic tracks. It's, like, just the basic idea. Is it a demo? I'll, sh- I'll show you later. Yeah, there are plenty of YouTube videos that'll explain it. I mean, I got YouTube videos like a five-year-old's explaining it, so you'll get it. Um, but <laughs> I don't feel comfortable being that mean to Tony. <laughs> I feel dirty. Um, I like it. <laughs> um, 
But yeah, we got demo talks. What we do is we listen to one of our demos, which is a very, very basic version of a song uh, that we then work on. And then once we get it up to like a point that's workable, we send it to the producer, Andy, and then he works on it and sends it back as a complete package. And then we go from there. But um, yeah, that's what we got. If people want to listen to it. And right now we're, we're working on it. It's it's still really early stages, man. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's I, weird. I, as much as I want you guys to succeed, I don't want you to do a podcast because then you'll take the you'll take the reign of the most sexiest podcasters away from me. And I guarantee no, dude, you, no, we no, won't. No, no, it's all about it's all about <laughs> spreading the love. I mean, no, nah, I'm just kidding, man. I love you guys. I, uh, the, I actually that's a cool idea because you, uh, especially in how everything is getting so localized right now. Like every all of art is localized, right? Like everything's become like, you know, what what the every, I remember when. Uh, like streaming and uh, like go back to MySpace and like Facebook, everything first came out. Everybody's like, "Oh, this is gonna be this is gonna be the end of uh, the entertainment business as we know it." Uh, yeah, exactly. At the end of how we know it, but it's not the end of the business. Like it's so it's now you have to form your own your own fan base. Well, it's the end and, of one thing and the beginning of another. I mean, yeah, yeah one door and opens another. Though. If you can, uh, if you can, like you guys can form your own your own fan base in this town and then grow that and, and make a living doing what you love doing. And it's incredible. Uh, you okay, Chris? Yeah. <laughs> Don't worry about me. I'm hanging out, so, I'm feeling this, safe, is, this is pertinent. Well, I'm not ignoring you. I'm, I'm on my no, phone. No, no. But uh, this there's is pertinent. A, there is a... Um, there's a... Ah, fuck, I lost it. <laughs> Dude, um, the, um, I'll pick it up for a second. Uh, the demo talks thing, one of the ideas behind it is that like i've i've listened to uh this is just an example like 311 is a band i listen to a lot like probably in, in maybe college the most <clears throat> and i've always like them and incubus and the, the, those were two huge bands i was into in college i always wondered like what like what how did they come up with those songs i always wonder that and then i heard um this album that was released with three a bunch of 311 demos on it it's called archive and it's from 2015 Chris. You can tell. I'll just keep talking to the audience. Go ahead. Do your thing. And uh, it's called Archive, and it's like demos, basically, of their songs, and it sounds like dog shit. It's terrible. All, some of them are really cool, but most of them sound terrible compared to some. But I was so grateful to have that, because I was like, oh my god, I can see like how the song started off, and I thought it was the coolest fucking thing ever. And well, I guess what Demo Talks is, give, is like doing that idea, but a little bit more. It's like talking someone through it, which is the the best thing I can get. I'm just curious about that stuff. I remember I listened to, uh, uh, in, in college when I was studying jazz, I listened to Pat Metheny, who was like a super famous jazz guitar player. Oh, yeah. And one of the best things that he ever released was an album that came along with commentary about how the songs came to be where they were. Yeah. So I just think that's fascinating. And I think Demo Talks touches on that. If you want to see like how a, an actual band actually starts and ends the entire songwriting process... It's a cool thing to listen to because it tells you exactly how we do it. Like no, no, no punches are held. Like the whole sloppy. I mean, not process. technically getting getting involved into how we do it. Maybe not yet. Maybe not yet. To a point. To a point. To a point. But but uh, definitely the philosophical explanation of how we get into songs and why we do them for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Also, I would just note that is the longest plug that I've ever heard in my entire life. What did I just plug? <laughs> Thank you. Not oh, you. All, good. all of us. Uh, Tony opened good. the door and we just yeah. started oh, talking demo about talks? Demo. No, oh, no, yeah, no, that's why we have you guys on the show, man. Show us the plug stuff. 
So, and speaking of which, we talked about the album. We talked about Demo Talks. Now, let's talk about um, when this when this episode drops, you'll, you'll still have a few days to go get your tickets to Snow Day yes, 2019. Uh, dude, tickets are $5 in advance. You just go to the end or fuck Google the end or whatever. And if you just get it online, man, it's five bucks. It's and worth, you're, it's worth it. You're in the door. Yeah, just five bucks. Ten dollars day of show. If you show up without a ticket, and uh, like like Chris just gave us a bunch of limes for some reason. But if you show up, yes, it's the price of. Let's think. Um, a six like a, literal a, six a pack. A grande um, mocha vanilla f- uh, frap with like sprinkles on top and. Um, like Cool Whip dressed over the top, like it, it's kind of like that. Pat's sober too. Mm. That's like which is also the experience bucks. you get from <laughs> yeah, watching. It's five them. bucks. Yeah. yeah. When I yeah. when I come see you guys, I always think, you know what? I feel like a a grande frappe with sprinkles on top <laughs> and Cool Whip. Yeah. And I walk away thinking, you know what? I've <laughs> you got that right. Yeah. yeah. You okay, at least good. got that experience. Yeah. So that's that. It's five bucks in advance. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Pete. <laughs> Fuck his phone. <laughs> I love the fact that it's still alive. It's facing down now on the floor. Yeah. Attempting to put it on He got it. He got it too last time. So I just figured. Anyway, five bucks in advance, ten dollars day of show. Uh, we bring snow machines and blast the crowd with fake snow. So oh, that's wait. always fun. Five bucks is a beer. Uh, what was I thinking? Yeah, dude. Just, what the fuck were you talking it's about? It's a beer. It's a beer. Elaborate explanation. Dang. You know what? It's almost like getting a one Keebler fudge cookie that you found in the Adirondacks uh, <laughs> from a mm-hmm. from a convenience store off of Route 9 that you pulled into when you were a little bit on fumes, but you stopped in because you wanted to get some uh, you wanted to get some snacks and you found one Keebler snacks and you just got it and it's, it's kind of like that. It's kind of like that. Yeah. Or it's, it's like, like getting one that beer. pack of soft batch cookies. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, dude, we got we got a show on Friday, December thirteenth, and we're playing with Vo and Temple Wildlife. And again, five bucks in advance, ten dollars day of show. Uh, doors open at eight. Show starts at nine, and uh, it's gonna be a good time, man. Our live show is truly where it's at, man. That's like that's what we do, and it's one's gonna be interesting. It's our first time, like, um, I don't want to use the word piping stuff in because we're not piping piping stuff in. It, there's a difference between like we were talking about this earlier, right? Like piping sections of the song in mm-hmm. but it's it's actually like pete playing the part and it's just like a sound on a fucking pad that he hits so we're not even piping but it's our first time doing that anyway so it's gonna be interesting i wonder how well we're gonna do oh i can't wait hey, i have no idea how proud i am i just want to say how proud i am of us going through a case of beer and a bunch of tequila it's not a sure your buzz podcast with Charge Atlantic, if we don't yeah. go through at least a case of beer, yeah, man, I'm just so happy. I'm so proud of you guys. <laughs> well, you know what's funny is that we were outside <laughs> on the, on the patio you. during the break, and Peter asked me, he's like, "Do you guys do this with everybody?" No. And I'm just like, "You guys." <laughs> but, the, the, but the actual answer is like, "Yeah, we just, we just, this is how we are." Yeah, we do. That's, that's how. But that's how. That's how you. Um, that's you, brother. Uh, we, we we were talking earlier about the Get you know the here. brothership and the the camaraderie and all that, but that's how. Me and Chris have done lots of shows where people just want to come to the show and then leave. And hmm. I said, nope, nope, no fault against them. That, that's what you want to do. But there's a there's a reason why uh, a lot of people that we do shows with end up being our friends. Because we can do a regular interview show. 
we can have you guys on and we can give you a, a, a sparkling water and a Bud Light and, and or, you know, and have and talk. Wait, about, that was an option? Talk about, oh, <laughs> God damn yeah, it. We could have given you truly. I got you drunk for truly. nothing. Yeah. yeah. We only offer White Claw. We have, we have ginger ale and... Uh, no, but there's a... There's a we offer this. We we do the same thing with everybody, but some people actually like want to hang out and be friends, and it just works out. Like you have a you have a relationship with somebody. Yeah, like you get something out of it either way. Either yeah. they want to do the podcast, be interviewed, and leave, and that's cool. That's yeah. a, that's a relationship. And then you have a different one where it's us, and we just want to come fucking get drunk with you yeah. and hang out. Um, I liked today. Um, yeah, yeah. you guys were scheduled to come over at seven o'clock, and Peter texted me at. Five o'clock. I was like, "Hey, can I go over early? I want a beer." <laughs> <laughs> I was love thirsty. Love okay, dude. We're actually out getting beers. And we Every come back. What's funny? We come back and Peter's on the porch. Like, where the fuck have you been? <laughs> <laughs> How come you're not doing more of the um, pod tiki's? Is it because they take time? Because you they write them out. Take a long time. I imagine so. Because you write that shit out for the pod tiki. That's a. Um, that's a, a written podcast that I that I do. Tony and, so, actually, Tony and I are actually planning a, a whisk tiki, which could be a whiskey based. Is Chris just telling us this now? Pie, is this no, the first I'm time you're hearing it? Yeah, it's the first time. We're gonna do a pot tiki where we do. We've been we planning take, it this whole time at Chris's head. Yeah, where we take whiskey and make it three different drinks. Take whiskey and make three. <laughs> no, but <laughs> it's a. But I want to like, cause I'm not. Look, 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 look. Here's the deal. I'm not a part part of pot tiki. Pot tiki is is Tony's way of filling the void. Like like, it, no, that sounds bad. It to say sounds that. like you're the void. Like that sounds you're missing, bad. Yeah. But look, in between the Sherry Buzz podcast, because we haven't been doing this as, as often, and and Tony has a passion for for making great cocktails, which he's fantastic in making great cocktails. Which I love. I love pot tiki, and you guys should listen to it. But like, I want to be a part of at least one of the Pod Tiki episodes where we where we focus on whiskey, okay. and we find different ways to okay. uh, like three different drinks. Take take one whiskey, and, and make three different cocktails out of it that are totally yeah. different. Like, that is well, not the Tiki way, but okay. Well, well, you know, I mean, it, it, it's stay funny. in your I lane. Mean, what, I get a, you I, say I, tiki it's a drink, but it's a. Why can't we make a no, Tiki esque drink I'll, out on of the whiskey, very last episode? I did the old fashioned, which is. But, awesome, but it's uh, it's different than. Oh, okay, I'll give myself a shameless plug. But for Pot Tiki, it's different because me and Chris come on the mic and we get to do our thing, which is incredible. And I, I get to have a. But you're running history. You're I get to bullshit going with through, my best yeah. friend. But for Pot Tiki, I actually do like a lot of research on that, and like I, uh, I do a lot. Uh, I do a lot of history research, and then I do a lot of tasting research, air quotes. But. And then I getting drunk. Yeah, and then I write and and Faith is my uh, is my research guinea pig. So taste this, has this taste. But <laughs> uh, but uh, but I actually for for Pod Tiki I actually write an article, which is my passion is writing. So I I, I write an article and then I recite the article. I, I read the article as a podcast. But if you guys actually want to uh, read the actual full base article you can go to sherrybuzz.com backslash podtiki and you can read all the articles i've written i think i've done five so far i've done the mai tai the mojito the old-fashioned blue hawaiian jamaican but, something or oh blue yeah, hawaiian that's yeah. awesome Tony's, so Tony's, Tony's the talent it's and they're i feel like they're getting better as they go along so i appreciate you guys yeah dude it's, it's a great good. it's good it's a purpose purposeful plug it's, yeah it's a it's, it's yeah well, I mean, we're on this podcast. I also to. want to talk about you. You know, I always feel like every time I come in here, I'm like, okay, Chris, can you, turn uh, it back. can you grab me a beer? 
Yeah, yeah, because we're talking about Tony right and now. Also, so go ahead, take a hike, buddy. Okay. <laughs> we're having a good time. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I literally got shoved. <laughs> I literally got shoved. I'm a little guy, but okay. I'm a powerful guy. I feel it. I feel I mean, the, the power. mustache goes a long way. Uh, can, I, can I just say, okay, because it's almost, I mean, when people are hearing this, it's close to Christmas time. Yeah. We won't talk to you before Christmas. Can we talk Christmas a little bit? Yeah, let's talk bit? about Christmas. Yeah, what do you want to talk about? I want to hear your favorite Christmas song. I have a Christmas story. Here's your fucking beer, by the way, asshole. Thank you, sir. <laughs> wow, that was quick. <laughs> Holy shit. Pull Chris, what do you want to talk about Christmas, man? No, I just want because we're here in a room of musicians. And I, what's funny is I was I was at some store, where, whether it be a grocery store. I can't remember where I was at. But I heard I was there long enough to Walmart. hear both... But like, uh, look, I was here long, long enough to hear both. Uh, uh, um, shit, I, I'm losing my fucking mind. No, Beatles. Um, Paul McCartney's Christmas and song John Lennon's and John Lennon's. And you I was thinking, it. you know what it is? I swear to God, John Lennon's is far superior. Yeah. Like as a Christmas song. So I was thinking, okay, okay, okay. So I'm thinking like, as like, you know, it's it's been a while since we've had a a Christmas song that's been really sort of like a classic that is like, when you like, how long has it been since we've heard a a Christmas song that is sort of like, okay, that's, that's a new classic. That's, that's where it's at. Like, but I remember thinking that John Lennon's is, is far superior to. Uh, is that simply Paul having McCartney's. a wonderful Christmas? But I want to hear, yeah, I want to hear That's your opinion as one. musician. And you, um, the John Lennon one is uh, so happy "War Is Over," yeah, <laughs> which the Jimmy Buffett version is very good Indeed. as well. I think Jimmy Buffett's the new Christmas album. Actually, you guys, we talked about this last year, but I think my my vote for new famous Christmas album is the Casey Musgraves from last year. Oh, right, we did talk okay. about this. Yeah, that's a. Uh, um, but sticking hmm. sticking to our uh, John versus Paul, what, what do you think, Chris? What's I think Lennon's is a far superior Christmas song as far as like the potency of it. It shows personality, I mean, right? Because it, didn't, it does, didn't like, Lennon always kind of went to the the heady, whereas Paul went to the poppy. Well, plus like, like even in like let's let's say okay, great, Paul went poppy. It's still not that great, even as far as poppy's concerned. Like. I feel like Lennon's Christmas song is still poppy enough and catchy enough, but still has that poignant sort of Christmas feel to it. Sorry, Charge I'm Atlantic, what say you? What say you? Start. Uh, uh, um, what say us in terms of which one is better? Sure. Uh, opinion. I'm just throwing. I'm, I'm not even sure there. what the question is, but I'm, on the there's on not the, really a question. What's a, maybe a favorite Christmas talking. song? Yeah. What's your favorite? What's your like, what is char- oh, oh Holy Night is just like okay. classic Christmas song. It's okay. fucking epic. I like epic shit like that. Got you. You know that one? Fall on your knees. That one. Mm-hmm. That's. I feel like. Can't what about say Christmas that movies? Fun. We can go there too, but let's um, start with ooh. Christmas songs. Oh, hold, hold, hold on a second. We're, we're crossing genres here. I know. We're jumping the gun movies. What are we doing? We're gonna do both. Tony, I'm half drunk. If we're talking movies, we all know that Christmas Vacation. Yeah. Just kill yeah. Everybody. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Christmas yeah. Vacation. Christmas vacation. Like, like so that old, was easy. Yes, the big old dick that just slaps yeah. on everybody. Yeah. yeah. Kiss my ass. Kiss his ass. Happy Kiss Hanukkah. Kiss. Happy Hanukkah. <laughs> <laughs> Kiss um, your ass, Mr. Hallelujah. Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's the one that, that uh, wins. Well, just actually, the majesty of a cold winter's morn. Selfishly. Selfishly. And that asshole in his. <laughs> yeah. Oh, sorry. In his um, bathrobe, emptying no. a chemical toilet in my sewer. 
uh, Nightmare Before Christmas. Oh, great. Yeah, that's that's actually great. my true favorite and personal. If I'm going to sit down and watch a movie with his friends, it'll, obviously it'll be Christmas Vacation and with Chevy Chase. Was crazy. Uh, Danny Elfman. Elfman yes. Yeah, dude. Classic. That is yes. my favorite uh, holiday movie. I just love the. It just it's just like juicy it crosses creativity. Too. You can watch it on October. You can watch it's it in like, October, and you can also watch it in December. Exactly to yeah. echo what you just yeah. said, it's covered in the cum of creativity. Yeah. It yeah. is so gooey. Wait, what? What? <laughs> yes. Didn't Chris just say that? I was just I repeating what he said. I said that. I'll take <clears throat> the credit for that. I'll take oh, yeah. Marvel. I'll check. I'll take the credit for the cum of creativity. I'll it's take the cumtivity. C U M of 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 creativity. I'll take it. Can you tell I like that movie? <laughs> this is this has gone down. Um, <laughs> We're turning off the mic here. Pat knows how to turn off mics. This isn't like okay, but hold on a second. Okay, everybody talks about what their what their favorite Christmas movie is, and a lot of people will talk about Christmas Vacation, American Dad, Fourth Street. But we're all kind of you know within the same age group. What about your favorite Christmas cartoon growing up? Mm. There like, was a thing like that. <laughs> Like does, does, does claymation, oh, yeah, like claymation, does claymation we're talking count? Like, we're talking like Rudolph. We're talking. Yeah, um, we're talking Rudolph. Claymation. We're talking Charlie Brown Christmas. Yeah. Oh, oh, Charlie Brown. We're no, talking, no. Uh, South Park season Frosty. six. <laughs> South Park season six, where Jesus goes to Iraq. Oh, by I wasn't far, thinking that actually. Okay. Miles ahead of any Christmas it. special. I'll take it. I'll yes. take it. I was thinking Christmas Critters Christmas. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> that one's fucked up. Will they have the blood orgy? Yes. You know what? I don't think we're, we're going deep here. I take back what I said. That about was my favorite. Deep cuts. We're not, we're not. These are deep really? cuts, guys. These aren't your. These aren't your on your Spotify Christmas playlist. I was watching playlist. like claymation people cuts. sing. Me too. Out of was, those, though, I yeah. was watching Burl Ives sing about snowmen, and you guys were like talking about Jesus. Yeah, these, these guys are talking deep cuts. We're talking. Okay, about no, no, no. no. I can get on. No, wait. Our our generations overlap. Our generations <laughs> overlap. Do. If there's we're ben, talking there's, about there's that, there's a Venn diagram yet. Yeah, so it's like we have two categories necessarily because we're like our generations are slightly split. But if you're talking about the claymation shit like that, like Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer and all that shit, um, definitely the one with Frosty the Snowman because he took his hat off and he fucking died instantly. Mm -hmm. that that's tragic. so dark. Um, like he dies. And so where does he go? He's, on, he's like, where is he? Yeah, it was the, story, back. the whole time he was Fucked. telling the kids, like, hey, I'm gonna die. Yeah, like, this is gonna happen. He's like, this is gonna happen. Like when I when I take my hat off. He kind of was. Yeah, but he did it. But he did it. He's gangster. It's dark. I like it because it's dark. I like that stuff. But you know what? He always comes back, bitches. Babe, they always come Faith, back. Faith, get out of here. I want to hear about your favorite Christmas movie. That was commanding. <laughs> <laughs> Woman! Listen to me. Make me you know a Christmas funny? sandwich. What's funny is that she's not going to listen, so that's... No, she's, she heard that. Um, she's like, I'm done. There's like a room of like seven dudes in there. I'm not enter entering that wait, situation. Where Faith is? No. <laughs> <laughs> um, I always keep seven days in my bedroom. Have <laughs> you ever seen the movie Boogie Nights? Nice. I don't know. I like the I like the Island of Misfit Toys too. Trying Rudolph, to Rudolph, baby Rudolph. That's where it's yeah. at. Yeah. I like I like the uh, the Island of Misfit Toys. That's pretty cool. You kind of look like Ru like uh, like uh, Cornelius, whatever his name is. Like, Which one is that? If you grew your mustache out, you would look like the uh, the Yukon Cornelius. Yukon Cornelius. Which one is that? Is that the Silver guy with the beard? Silver and gold. Yeah. Which one is that? Yukon Cornelius? Hold on a second. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. You do not Search the web for images of Yukon Cornelius. You do not look like Yukon Cornelius. If anything, I look like him. I don't look a fucking thing like this guy. I'm no. Cuban and Italian. <laughs> He's a fucking ginger for Christ's sake. Jesus. Like, what the fuck? The fuck is this guy? I don't look anything like... What? Yukon Cornelius looks like if Pat and a Chucky doll had a baby. Yeah. 
There you go. I thought you it was don't a look shit like Cornelius. Not at all. I'm not an ice that climber. That doesn't look like shit like Cornelius either. He's a fucking blonde. He's a fucking Viking over there. Look at him. <laughs> yeah, I don't really like that guy. You got guy. some Cubans and some fucking Vikings. Um, some, some Puerto, Re- Puerto Ricans. Like, what are let's you go back to favorite like? favorite Christmas song because I feel like Beautiful. maybe that'll ground us a little bit. Jesus. All right, so favorite Christmas songs. I already said Oh Holy Night. I we're still on Christmas movies. But Oh Holy no, Night is like so fucking like, come Wait, on. Wait, do you man. have one, like, Pat? That's... Yeah, I do. Well, let's hear it. What is it, Pat? Schindler's List. This is why I changed the fucking subject. Do you see why I changed the subject? I knew Pat was going to say right. something. That's why we Schindler's love Pat. List. Seriously, that's why we love Pat. Can I end? I want to end the podcast on my favorite Christmas what? song. I don't know if we're going to end it. So let me know. Yeah, no, no, no. Let me, let me oh, no. know. I want to end the podcast when you guys Let me know when the end is because we'll, I want to we'll end it on out. my favorite no, Christmas that, song. No, we're closing up. What's up, man? Okay. We're going to end the We're gonna end the night on you guys doing an acapella. Okay. Let's figure it out. I'll do that. All right. My favorite Christmas song of all time, because we talked about there not being a classic for a while. Okay. Um, my favorite Christmas song ever is a song that's going to come out in about less than two weeks. It's called Mrs. Christmas, and it's by Charge the Atlantic. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, we another, got one. Another right. shameless plug. Are we, all right. All right. Are we doing a fucking acapella of this bitch or what? I don't. We are not. No, no I can't. Can we, I'm not equipped can to we do get that. Charge the Atlantic to do an acapella. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Just pause it. Create a pause. Okay, ready? And we'll pause something. Okay. Here we go. All right. Um, pause it for a second, Tony. Do you want me to sing? Yeah. Pause no, it for no, a no, second. Let him. Let him. Give him a little no, second. We're, or or we're edit good. it don't out later. It. Don't pause it. Man. Don't pause it. Well, I. All right. Listen to Kyle, but I need the fucking help. Ready? This is the live version. Oh yeah. Turn that background music off. Hey Google. Stop. Hey Google. What key are we in? Uh, we'll be in the key of me. Hey, Super duper. Sipping warm breeze, buzz glowing peace. I like palm trees, but I'm slow falling. Sipping warm breeze, buzz glowing. I like palm trees. All right, let's see what's going on. I'm slow falling. Sipping warm breeze, buzz glowing. I like palm trees, but I'm so falling. I'm reminiscing on a London flight. I think about when we were fine. But now we never cross that line. You stay your side, I stay mine. I never knew the reason why. I couldn't tell the truth from lie. And now I'm thinking more about Kawhi. I'm more than Hawaii, fucking with a try. Sipping warm breeze, buzz glowing. I like palm trees, but I'm slow falling. Hey, I'm all high climb Peru, and just to say I'm over you, yeah. But now we gotta face the truth. You the truth, Pete. Fuck the truth. I'm running over the world, tripping over the globe, but I can't stop this feeling. Tripping over you, sipping warm breeze, buzz glowing. I like palm trees, but I'm slow falling. Sipping warm breeze, buzz glowing. I like palm trees, but I'm slow falling. That's very buzz right there. Peace and love, y'all. Merry fucking Christmas. Yeah.